Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. If you'd like to listen to more of LPJ and Sphinx, make sure to check out Last Action Podcast, where they discuss action movies. If you're looking for more Matric, check out twitch.tv slash matriconstage. That's M-A-T-R-I-K. You can also check out his work on YouTube, and that's Matric on Stage there as well. For more of myself... Craig WK, you can listen to podcasts like The Legend of Retro and Noiseland Arcade. You also find me at Twitch at twitch.tv slash Craig underscore WK. If you're interested in supporting Noobs and Dragons, you can go to patreon.com slash GameZilla Media, where you can pay $5 a month for access to Behind the DM Screen, our behind-the-scenes monthly special. This show wouldn't be possible without our patron support. Thank you. Last time on Noobs and Dragons, the group saw Grigor Grotzer obtain a brain, encountered a dream version of a Lord of Madness, and learned where the pieces of the armor of Endless Night are. And welcome back to Noobs and Dragons. So, the three of you are sitting or standing around this grave, the casket that is that was supposed to have Pyralis, the wife of Morn, is empty. It looks like somebody smashed their way out, crawled through the earth, and dug themselves out. It's very proactive. All right, so this is kind of fucking weird. Um, so, Morn, Maybe she was hungry. She uh, your wife may not be dead. She was dead. She was dead. She was, she was dead. And you guys look down, and Morn Ballantine looks up at you guys. Everyone roll uh, insight. And let me know what you guys get. And what did you guys all have? Unnatural 20. 15. 10. With as low as a 10, he looks like his mind is like very close to shattering. Like he's like mumbling to himself about how she was dead. He 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 remembers putting the helmet in her like in her like hands and and you know like the casket closed and they they put the dirt over it and like bits of his memory are starting to kind of fumble back in, but how much of it he remembers you don't not entirely sure. With a 20 uh, Thelonious, you feel like you don't think he's realized that he's potentially the one who stabbed her and killed her, but it does seem like his memory is like reeling and he's like he's like shaking and he doesn't look good. What would you guys like to do? I shake him and slap him in the face. Make a calm uh, down, man. Make a uh, heal check or medicine check. Let me know what you get. I fling my broken shovel spade into the ground and just eleven. Head. With eleven, you slap him and he stops like like mumbling, but he's like still breathing heavy. All right, listen, guys, breathe, yeah. buddy, breathe. Big breath. Right. How how much do we want to remind him of what happened? All right, probably not at all. Yeah, that's let's not force it. Let's let <laughs> I'm him just trying to calm us. his ass down here. Yeah, let's let him tell us what he remembers. Okay, you know what? Take the lead. Okay. All I'm right, holding so, uh, him since I slapped him and I'm kind of <laughs> sure. holding him, gonna, like breathing with him kind of deal. Are you pulling him out of the grave? Yeah, we should probably pull him out. You you lift him out of the grave. He's uh, making an athletics check just for the sake of argument here. Let that me know what you get. Is a uh, 10. He does not slip through your fingers and fall back into the open casket That's and good. you pull him out onto the uh, level ground and uh, he's he's calming down now that he's not in his wife's grave <laughs> and he's, he's you guys are telling him like you know to be cool and stuff okay so Morn let's just let's just recap what we know here this is yeah. conceivably your wife's grave uh, yeah how yeah. how sure are you of that and he looks at the headstone that says Pyralis on it and he like he like reaches into his uh, uh, robes and pulls out like a, a scrawled note on a like a uh, like you know ink uh, ink dotted scroll and you see it looks like it's directions to the grave very similar to the ones you have and he's like I am very very sure this this is hers you got a picture of her in there and he, he looks and he goes no no there's there was no portraits drawn 
Okay, Morn, what uh, what do you remember about your wife's death? I I think she wasn't doing good. We didn't talk much. Maybe in the last few weeks before we arrived arrived in the city, um, I think it was because she was ill. I uh, I don't really remember very well. What What's the last thing you c- can clearly remember about your wife? What was your last interaction like that you can um, remember? Let's see if he, what he remembers. <sighs> Not a whole lot. Uh, he kind of mumbles a bit and and he goes, I I don't really remember. I I think she wanted something. I don't really, I can't put it together. I, I I don't remember. Do you think it's something you guys may have argued about? I can't imagine we argued. Maybe? She was, no, maybe, no. And he just sort of mumbles. Okay, hold on. Yeah. Morin, if I check things out in the grave, is it going to make you freak out? Can I get in there? You good? He shakes his head and steps aside, and it doesn't look like he wants to watch you in there, but okay. but he, yeah, pulls aside, and, and he kind of slumps against uh, one of the, the you know, mausoleums, uh, the big stone walls of the mausoleum, and he just sort of, like, his, like, old back kind of, like, you know, like, slides down, and he just sort of slumps. Okay. All right, I'll go, I'll go with. Do that. Is there like a tunnel, that a visible tunnel from where she dug herself out? Make a uh, survival check. Or, I meant I'll go with you. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, survival or nature. Uh, yes, survival. And as far as that goes, uh, uh, Felonius, what are you up to? Uh, you, I, can, you can clearly see from the grave uh, Morn. It's not like he's running off very far or anything. I yeah. might badger him a little bit more about what he knows about the armor. Okay, uh, what do you want to ask him? Well, we, we think he has the helmet, is that correct? He mumbled something about how he thought he left it in the casket. Okay. All right. All right, I got to think for a minute. Okay. I had an eight. An eight and... 12 for nature. 12 for nature. With an eight and a 12, you guys take a look at it, and there's not necessarily like a, a full tunnel that's like, oh, wow, we can crawl right through. Uh, it, it's more like the earth itself doesn't look as compact. Looks disturbed. Yeah, it looks disturbed near where that hole was smashed out, and so you think that somebody tunneled themselves out of it, but they didn't necessarily make a tunnel. They just sort of dug themselves out, and so the earth was left behind a little bit more okay. loose. So than, this is probably yeah. a while ago this happened. It does seem like it would have been quite a while ago. All right, so, okay, so right. let's assume here Pyralis wasn't dead. She crawled her way out. She's got the helmet. Or did something bring her back? Or she came back from the dead. Uh, you know what? We've been dealing with necromancy. necromancy. Because, because how else could she get... I mean, it did say she dug her way out, so... You guys yeah, also if, saw the the dream. She was stabbed and had her last breath in your guys' arms. Something brought her back. I, I think that's the, that's the I only explanation. Was, I wonder if it was Grazer. Uh, you can make a religion check if you want. Uh, I can maybe tell you a little bit of uh, detail about undead in general and necromancy. Uh, uh, it's a 10. What would you say, religion? Uh, uh, religion, yep. 19. 19. Uh, 10. 10. I... Uh, with a, and what did you have, uh, ten. Alice? Ten. So with a couple of tens, okay, yeah, I mean, you know, she could have been zombied and, and dug herself out. That, that could be. Though... I mean, if this was from years and years ago, if Grigor Grotzer arrived in the city more recently, like you guys were kind of led to believe, uh, you know, then then it wouldn't match up time-wise with Grigor Grotzer doing it. Uh, you know, the the night of death when Botulism Bloodbane was in the city and, you know, he was a necromancer, would have been before they arrived. So it wouldn't have been Botulism necessarily. So it's a little hard to say. With the 19, uh, Thelonious, there are... Uh, there are other types of undead. Uh, there are certainly other varieties of undead. Uh, so aside from your, you know, zombies and skeletons, you know, you would have, uh, let's see, you're, there's vampires, there's ghosts, but, you know, this is a physical body that left. There are whites. Uh, whites are, are beings that are undead that absorb life. There are liches. Uh, so, yeah, there's, you know, there's plenty of stuff that it could be potentially. I have a detect magic spell now. Is that worth it to to use? I mean, this was quite a while ago, but you could try, or you could because uh, uh, you don't have the ritual casting ability, do you? No. That's not no. I didn't think so. Uh, so yeah, if you want, you can try casting uh, uh, detect magic. You guys think I should? 
It's not gonna fucking hurt. That's uh, for yeah, sure. I can't hurt. Just All try. Right. I'll, I'll, I'll I'll do it. So just rolling a d twenty. Uh, no, no. Uh, no. So detect oh, magic is just sort of something that activates. Uh, okay. I, I think in some cases you might have to make certain rolls, but uh, uh, in this case, you activate detect magic, and it you know it's been so long. There's really not much to it, you know, that you would be able to see. And as you stare at the the casket, you sort of see this vague outline of a humanoid form, as if it was like sort of stained into the wood of the casket form and you see that there is a school of magic at work and that is indeed necromancy okay i'll share that with the with everybody i okay so i'm gonna assume and it's a human as well so i'm gonna humanoid. assume okay humanoid so it the 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 shape you're seeing was likely the body that was in the casket okay uh, so as far as that goes, some type of necromancy magic was at work, uh, which could be one of a few things. Uh, I mean, there's definitely spells like feign death, where it's like you fake being dead. You don't think that spell would necessarily leave residue like this. Uh, as far as that goes, make an arcana check just you uh, there, Thelonious, to kind of analyze what you're seeing there. 11. With an 11, it's kind of tough. Um, let's see. So... You you would you don't think it's feigned death. You you think that it was some kind of spell or ritual that was cast, and maybe not even cast. Maybe it was something that activated. Okay. You know it's it's a little hard to tell. I uh, but I uh, Morn is still crumpled, you know, kind of not crumpled, but but you know hunched over off to the side. It looks like his breathing is is becoming a little bit more regular. Uh, and as far as that goes, if you guys want to talk to him, you definitely can. Or, you know, what yeah. else? Do you, if you want to investigate other things, let me know. Do we want to ask him about the armor itself? You know what? Let's it's, calm down now. Yeah, okay. let's, let's ask him what he knows about the rest of the armor. Let's try it. Sure. Uh, so you guys walk up, and what do you say? Morn. So the, the helmet you thought you left here with your wife... Do you know anything else about the other pieces of this armor? Like, have you ever seen it? Do you know who might have it? Anything at all? Uh, no, I I, the, I don't know much about the armor. Do you recognize the name Tytherian? Can I roll insight on that? You sure can. He says, Tytherian who? Uh, five. With a five? I mean, maybe, like, he seems fairly convincing. Uh, you guys can roll insight if you want. Why did your wife have it? Natural 20. Oh, oh, oh. despite the good rolls and a natural 20 of his own from uh, uh, Morn, you you have a hard time reading whether he knew Tytherian or not. That he got the natural 20 on. The other one he got a 17 on. You know that he knows about the armor of Endless Night. He is lying, and with a natural 20, you feel like he doesn't want anybody to know. You feel almost like I, I, the, I, you know, how, how much like how Goldbeard was very like by the book and very like, no, nobody, you know, I was promised. It feels like Morn's like strength of will when it comes to this subject is even higher. It's like magnitudes higher. Okay. So Morn, it's very important that we learn more about this armor. People are collecting pieces of it. They've already gotten their hands on the boots. We what? need to we need to prevent the rest from being assembled. This this was to be the city of endless night. It was to be their final resting place. Someone someone is here and they've they're assembling pieces. I we know that they have the boots. We're not sure what else they might have. We need your help. The the helmet. I'm sh sh I have a hard time remembering. I don't know why. I don't remember where any of the pieces are. I think I had hid them away. What do you know about a, a tower you, to the south? You hid them away? You hid all the pieces away or just... I, well, when I when I came to Rayburn Falls, I, I had it in my head that I was going to scatter the pieces, make sure that they were in safe places, safe faraway places, but not so far that... that you know, if there was some emergency that needed them, that they couldn't be brought together. I, I don't know a lot about the armor. I just know that it, it did terrible things to my uncle, uh, Torn Ballantine. Did he give it to you? No, I found it 
Well, it was found on a battlefield and given to me at a young age. They thought that I should wear it, that I would be somebody who would reforge Arcosia once again, the kingdom of dragons. But no, that was not my destiny. Did you try to wear it? Never. Were Why you not? The one, were you the one who gave the armor to Goldbeard? I don't know. When I came to Rayburn Falls, I, I remember telling myself that I would separate it. But now I have no memory of that. I don't remember where I put them. I, I'm sure that was my agenda. To answer your question, Thelonious, the armor of endless night changed my uncle. He, when he wore it, he was not himself. He wanted what was right for dragon kind, but that was not necessarily the right thing to do when he did. War is not something, a decision you make lightly. Okay. He just sort of zones out a bit. All right. Do we uh, know anyone that could be able to pry his head open? What, like read his thoughts? Well, at least try to help him try to find some of these thoughts back. Oh, God. So like a spell? I, or hope, it, I a, hope it's Wendy. Or a potion or something? Uh, you can make an arcana check, and I might be able to tell you a little more. Give you a little bit of info. <laughs> <laughs> what, four? That do it. Wah, wah. Uh, uh, unnatural 20. Uh, so with a four, you know, there might be spell. Like, there's a lot of magic out there. It stands the reason that there should be. With a 20, uh, um, Alice, you're not sure. You kind of don't think there is. Because his his memories were stolen and then, like, lost even to the person who casted the spell. Like, from what you saw, Pyralis clutched at his head, like, went to rip memories out. He killed her, and the spell fizzled halfway, and the memories were gone from his head, but she did not obtain them. Guys, I, th I don't think we're going to be able to do anything magically. Okay. Is there, any th is there anywhere here in Rayburn Falls that you and your wife, like, would, would go to often? Like, somewhere where... She might be beside your house. No, we didn't even have a house oh, together. Lab, the lab. Um, I don't. I don't know what that is. Um, but no, we we when we arrived in the city, she died shortly thereafter. I was in the process of of making arrangements for my people to live in the city, and that's when she passed. Okay. Um, do you know how? I don't remember. I mean, I, I, sh I should remember. I remember my childhood. I remember the Exodus, but why can't I remember the the time when when I would have been putting the these pieces of armor away? Uh, that, it'll it, come back to yeah, you. Yeah, that's kind of a mystery. You've, at you've this kind point. of been in shock, dude. Uh, roll a, a deception. Twelve. He looks at you, Thelonious. He says. I came clean about the armor of endless night. How did I lose my memories? Okay, Morn, I'm I'm going to level with you, but you got to hear me out the whole way. And he just kind of nods. Your memories were stolen by your wife. She wasn't able to obtain them herself, but she tried to take them from you. How could you pass? And he just sort of looks at you. And with insight and everything, he knows you're telling the truth. And he just sort of like shrugs a little bit and looks away and he says, it was a very strange relationship that we had. She was definitely obsessed with old, old magic. It stands to reason she might know something like that. She knew many old, old, old ancient rituals and spells. Like dark stuff too, like necromancy and all that? I don't think she was a necromancer, not that I saw. Her interest lied more in spells that had faded from memory, things that most people couldn't do. Stealing memories, I think, would be up her alley. How did you guys meet? It was an arranged marriage. Um, I was the nephew of Torn Ballantine, the last of all the Ballantines, the, the noble family of Arcosia from ancient times. And she had earned great honor in the war for for killing so many enemies of the 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 nation, and she 
was obsessed with bringing about the revival of the kingdom. And so the Bloodbane family who puppeted the war from the shadows orchestrated everything. She, there's quite an age difference between us. It was very, very uncomfortable. Very strange time in my life. Did you enjoy your time with her or was it just like, meh? I did what I had to do for for my people. I, I, I followed the rules I was told to follow. All right. is, is there anything left in that brain of yours at all of where you think she might be? Or what you think she's up to? Do you, do you know anything about a lab here in Rayburn Falls that one of her relatives might have had? No. Um, I, I know that, that botulism bloodbane was here in, during the night of death. Um, but, but I don't know of any laboratory or anything that he or any of his people may have had. Um, it wasn't ever revealed to me. Okay. Oh, shit. What, what, what more use is he to us right now? All right. Well, it seems to be a bit of a dead end at this point. Yeah, at, th- at this point, I think, <clears throat> I think he's been through enough. All three of you, make me an intelligence roll, and I can give you uh, kind of a cryptic clue that you got quite a bit earlier, quite a few uh, episodes ago. Nine. 18. Uh, what the hell am I looking at here? Intelligence. Uh, 17. With a 19 and a 17, you guys kind of remember uh, uh, pretty well uh, that the the cloaked figure who gave you these dreams, whoever that might have been, um, did tell you who they were in a very cryptic roundabout way. You guys remember pretty well what she said. Do you want me to repeat that for you? Sure. I am she who is unable to be killed by love and she who awaits the coming of the twilight. I come from lands lost to space, but reside in the roar of the city. I am the memory of my people and I seek eternity. Yeah, that's Pyralis. Yeah, she unable to be killed by love. She was unable to be killed by Torn Ballantine. Mm-hmm. Morn Ballantine, Morn Ballantine yeah. sorry. <clears throat> so that was that was her that we met. She who awaits the coming of the twilight. Okay, why is she trying to help us? I don't think she was trying to help us. Oh I no! Remember she what she got? To take she was trying to take the memories of where the rest of the pieces of the armor were. Oh, and she was trying to. She was using us to try. She and needed. Yeah. She needed someone to go into those dreams who was powerful enough to withstand them because they were dangerous. She couldn't send herself. She could only send others. And she said that the the one caveat was that she would see those dreams as well. Yeah. And she did not necessarily. And there is another link, of course, too. And that's the one person that's in all three of those dreams. Shit. That means she's going to go after Goldbeard. We got to go find him now. Because then she would know that we that he has it. That he has a piece. Well, his piece is locked away behind trials in a, in a uh, catacomb. So then she's probably at the catacomb trying to beat those trials. Maybe. Or There's she's other in the tower in the south. There's, or yeah. she's hunting down. <laughs> There's a lot she could go for. Oh, she knows all that too from us. Everything. Okay. Yep. So, she would have learned everything. Well, the, pa- the pants we know were taken, but we don't know. We don't necessarily know. Well, we know that. Yeah. How's this tied to freaking what's her name? Lillian. She probably she probably hired Lily or brainwashed Lillian to do it. Not Lillian. Or whatever. Vivi- Vivian. Vivian. <laughs> oh, you mean the Great Devourer X319? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's got He's a million fun. names. Yeah, so yeah. you think she's work? You think Vivian's working for her, or do you think there's like well, think there's two competition here? It could be competition. You don't know. I mean, it, it depends. Like, did they meet? Have they? Have they not? You know, then like, you know, is there anything that's led you to believe that they have met? Mm-hmm. Not, not any clues that pop I mean, into my head. With her waking back up, who would still be around today that she could be talking to and working with? There's like no one really. Except her husband and the governor was around, right during the fifth, uh, the fifty years ago. She and was Goldbeard. From what you can tell, it seems like she dug herself out of that grave pretty much after she was put into it. That was around forty-five years ago. Oh, it was that long ago. Yeah, it was. So, it was oh, okay. for around forty, forty-five years ago. Well, shit. So she's had she time would have to... plenty of time to figure. Okay. Yeah, so. she's she's definitely uh, seemingly, if this is her, has been out of the whole you know, uh, uh, the grave for quite a while. Well, okay. 
There are two pieces that we can basically account for that are probably both in danger. <clears throat> the one with Goldbeard and the one in the tower. Yeah. We don't know who the old adventurer necessarily is yet. No, but I got a feeling we should talk to Kim Arizona about this. Well, should we should we go to the tower somewhere that we know there's a piece? Uh, you could also, because you don't really know that you you heard tower in the south. Yeah, we don't know what's it. In the what south. does that mean? Like like how far south? Like yeah. you know, like is it like nearby in the south? Hey, uh, wasn't so the only official location we know is is the, the catacombs, catacombs, but there's these trials. Yes, and we need to get our equipment before we go and do that because there's going to be demons down there. Oh, that's right. So maybe we should check back with what's his face. Uh, yeah, you have annoying about a day. Ass. Uh, you're gonna have to be specific. There's a whole <laughs> lot of people that are annoying here. Uh, Gaius Payne, Gaius, I think yes, is who you mean. Gaius. Yeah, Gaius uh, had said that because uh, I think you guys what did the two day delivery right. essentially on it, mm-hmm. uh, and so yeah, it was. Yeah, uh, we, you have we another Amazon day. Primed it. <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, All right. So pain, then, how about prime. how about we get Morn back to his house, have some people watch his ass. Let's go talk to Chimarazan, and then let's see if our weapons are ready. Now, what? Yeah, that sounds like a good plan. Now. Wasn't Camarazan's raiders exploring the south? They were. So, so we could try could. to ask him if he know. He's not going to tell us shit, but we well, could at least how ask. sober he is. Well, maybe we you get know, a couple drinks. Yeah, him and I are kind of buddies. Maybe I can get his ass maybe drunk. Maybe we don't talk to him. Maybe we talk to one of the raiders. You would also talk to Roscoe, yeah. who's an ally of the Raiders uh, previously. Oh, yeah, Roscoe's going to hook us up. Uh, feasibly, you guys are, I don't know if you're uh, 100% of the, uh, aware of the connection, but I... Uh, 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 Norbert other. is also it's allied with Roscoe, <laughs> right. uh, who's also connected to the Raiders, uh, but though is an official one. And uh, there was a few other Raiders that were just sort of random human flunky guards. And Juliana Blightcaller yeah, is one. Juliana too. All right, time to go see your girlfriend, I guess. All right, so let's get more and back to his back house. Back to bed. Sure, it's not far from here because uh, the Dragon District is right next to the cemetery. Yeah. So you guys are. We should probably find those those. Um, Guards that were looking out for him. Zach's and... Yeah. Uh, okay, so here's a, a, a question. What are you doing before you leave the graveyard? Oh, boy. Uh, is there anything else we can do? We've well, detected we should probably the magic. not leave the grave open. <laughs> I was hoping you'd forget about that. Are you guys going to uh, uh, put dirt back into the, yeah, the grave? Yeah, we should probably okay. refill in the grave. Okay, so you guys and refill the grave. Undisturbed if sure, you, you pat it down as best you can. Uh, make a survival check. Yeah. All of us? No, just the, the one person, I guess. Uh, that's a 19, okay. which is a natu- unnatural 20. That's fine. So you pat it down, and it's it's clear that there's no, like, the grass is gone, but it does look like it's pretty firmly packed down. Uh, I'll take some grass nearby and rip it up and just sprinkle it over the <laughs> yeah, dirt. so you sprinkle it over a little bit, and, and honestly, with a, a an unnatural 20, it doesn't look too bad. And I'll use prestidigitation <laughs> to make a nice flowery smell. You you make a flowery smell in the area that will fade <laughs> in the next turn or so, and uh, you guys are heading out? Yeah. Yeah, that's Okay, fun. so you guys head out. Are you leaving the uh, cemetery unlocked? We'll make sure we'll have it like look closed, but well, it'll we be unlocked. Pro- did we, we didn't okay. break the lock, did we? Yeah, well, well you I stole broke the lock. I we did should s- probably lock it back up. Let's put things back the way we found it to make sure we don't get fucked in the end. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to. No, we probably I, should. All right, I uh, do my I do, do my best back. to put the lock back and give up my thirty feet of chain. All right, so you give up your thirty feet of chain, and uh, uh, you go ahead and you know take care of that it's locked up again you unfortunately lose the chain but you can always buy some you might need that if we need to chain someone up just going to bring that up to you right now you're right we might also need it if we need to repel out of a jail window <laughs> that we could might happen need it in that case i can't wait until i throw you guys in jail and you're like i wish we had that chain yeah. uh so <laughs> be like, you're such a dick cannibal for giving it up so you guys uh, lock everything up, and you guys head over to Morin's house, and uh, there there are some guards already at his house waiting, and uh, let's see. Zax is one of them. Uh, hey, Zax sees you and sees Morn, and he he kind of rushes up, like a bunch of the Dragonborn rush up and like escort Morn in, and Zax sort of stays behind, and he goes, um, he looks a little shaken up. What's, like, was he okay? Was he attacked? Oh, no, he's shaken up. Yeah, he's had a rough night. Okay. Um, but he's okay. All right. He just needs some rest. Just needs some rest. Should I ask questions? I wouldn't. No, let him sleep it off. He, uh, 
she kind of like insights on you guys and, and gets enough that you guys are being kind of serious about this. And, you know, you least of all felonies are normally not that serious. He goes, okay, yeah, I'll, uh, uh, I'll, we'll just keep an eye on him. Yeah, make sure there's definitely people on him at all times. He nods. He goes, I can guarantee that will be the case. And if any weird shit happens, uh, try to t- try to contact us. We'll send messengers to, uh, where are you staying again? The Mertier Alberge. Uh, sounds fancy. It is very fancy. It's hard to say. They've got some great uh, blueberry wine there. Uh, blueberry wine? Uh, well, I don't know if I've ever had any. I'll have to look into it. Well, I offer him a sip for my, my flask. Uh, he looks at it and goes, uh, yeah, okay. And he takes a sip and he goes, oh, wow, that is good. All right. Yeah, talk, yeah. To, talk to Fritz. He'll hook you up next time you go there. Fritz. Uh, Fritz Pooh? Barriel? Barriel. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll uh, tell me Noah's and he'll hook you up. Sure, sure. I absolutely will. Can I roll insight on that? I think it's <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> uh, roll insight, yeah, sure. Absolutely. What'd you get? Uh, let's see. Uh huh. What the fuck is insight? There it is. It's a seven. Uh, with a seven? Um,. Yeah, I mean, he he definitely seemed to enjoy it. So, like, you know, you you think he's interested. You don't know how much uh, uh, disposable income he has to afford a few bottles of wine, but yeah, you know, he, he, you uh, know, fair enough. Yeah, he's 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 definitely interested. Uh, he thanks you guys, and he lets you know if there's anything that you need from from him or or Morn to to come here. And he said that you know they'll they'll make sure he gets rest. Great. And you guys are alone in the Dragon District. Uh, did you guys want to head? To where do you want to head next? We need to find. Well, how did we? I'm trying to remember. How was Roscoe supposed to get back in contact with us? You had told him where you were staying, and he said that he would reach back out to you. So maybe we go back, see there? if there's any message for us. Yeah. Eh. Or should we check out Chimerazon? Well, Chimerazon. What time of the day is it right now? Chimerazon might be around Roscoe. You're not sure. Uh, it is currently like late morning, early afternoon. So he probably he's probably he, at the bar. I was gonna say we could go to the Red Gorgon Saloon. Yeah, Red Gorgon Saloon, correct. All right, let's uh, let's head there. I could use a drink. Uh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I remembered a name of a place in this city. I deserve a drink. That's correct. So, <laughs> do you remember the bartender's name? Um, no. Iser. Iser. That's his name. So it just came to me. <laughs> <laughs> I probably shouldn't have said anything. So. You guys uh, head across town, and it's not too far from the Dragon District. Uh, the In the new residential district is the... Oh, actually, you know what? I want to say it's in the Shipping District, actually. Uh, the Red Gorgon Saloon, I believe, is in the Shipping District, uh, which is the district of uh, uh, Longinus Pain. I was going to say it's Pain, right? Yeah, one of the Pains is in control of the sector. So you guys head over to the Red Gorgon Saloon, and uh, well, let's see... It looks empty. Like, it looks real quiet. Uh, uh, normally, the bar would be open at this time. That's weird. Is it not open? The door, I mean, like, the, the swinging doors are, are, like, there's no locks on them or anything right now. But uh, as far as that goes, it just, it seems kind of quiet. I'd like to kind of peer in through the, the window while keeping a low profile. Sure, make a stealth check. Can I just walk right in or that ruin his stealth? Uh, it wouldn't ruin her stealth because she's looking through a window, but like any element of surprise you might get would be long gone. 16. <laughs> 16. I'll stay put. Uh, you creep up to the window and look in, Alice, and you see uh, Orvalt. It looks like he's with a few guards, uh, and it looks like he's talking with uh, the half-orc who runs the bar, Iser. And as far as that goes, uh, you can kind of look around and you peek and see that in the corner is uh, Kimarazan. It looks like he's having a drink. At the table with him is a couple of the human flunkies he has with him. I'm, I motion for, for uh, Hannibal and Thelonious to, to come in and start, and I walk through the door. You guys walk in, and it's a very serious atmosphere. Uh, Orvalt is talking with uh, Iser, and they, you know, they kind of all stop when you walk in. And he goes to turn around, and he like goes to take his hat off, and he's like, "Now look, I'm afraid you're gonna have to leave." Oh, uh, and he kind of nods to you uh, three, and he goes, uh, "Alice, uh, Thelonious, uh, uh, Hannibal." Uh, why the long face? Well, we had a bit of a crime here, uh, presumably into the night or maybe uh, in the early morning. We're uh, doing a little bit of investigating. 
what do you know so far? Well, someone was killed here. Um, oh, boy. Yeah, it's uh, not seemingly involved with, with your case. Uh, it's Nobody's missing. There is a body. Who got killed? Uh, and he like pulls out a, uh, or he reaches for like the scroll of one of his uh, 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 men, and he goes, he goes, uh, someone from out of town, uh, someone named uh, Roscoe. No last name given, I'm afraid. Okay. Unfortunate. What, Any what, idea how, what, what happened? happened? Yeah. Well, the the body was found. Uh, Kimarazan there was a uh, a knocking, maybe about uh, an hour or so ago. And, uh, uh, well, uh, he kicked the door in and because uh, it was locked, and uh, the body was there with a knife in the back. Where did they find the body? Here in the bar? Uh, yeah, upstairs. There are some rooms upstairs. Oh, you stay in a room upstairs. Yeah, the, 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 it's not necessarily an inn, but I guess uh, Mr. Kimarazan here is, uh, uh, you know, such a fine customer that the, the rooms they have upstairs, some of their men and people use now, on occasion. This may be partially related to our case. Is there any chance we can go check things out upstairs? You, do you object to that at all? He kind of gives you a funny look and he goes, uh, make a persuasion check, actually. What'd you get? Uh, a 18. He nods. He says, uh, I'll trust your judgment if you feel like it might be in, uh, uh, connected, then absolutely. Uh, I'll, I'll go up there with you and, and let you know what I know. Uh, Have you talked to Kimarazan yet? Do so you know anything? Uh, he looks into the corner in, in that corner booth where, where he was before. He's currently drinking. He's got like a bottle, a shot glass. He pours a little bit and takes a shot. Okay. But I mean, has Orvalt talked to him yet? Orvalt kind of shrugs. He goes, this is a very touchy subject. Uh, he, Flat King Marison's a little rough around the edges, but he is oh, one of the know. counselors of the city. Now, this is where it's going to get really iffy because well, as far as that goes, I mean, he could potentially be a suspect. Yeah, that's why I was wondering he if you said it was locked, but you know, he might have locked it himself and kicked it in. I don't know. Okay. Fair enough. Um all right. Hey, let's let's take what, a look at the body. What was it we were gonna have Roscoe check out for us? Roscoe Roscoe's was gonna- well, go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say, uh, uh, Thelonious had asked Roscoe to look into things with the chimeras on side and also uh, all the weird stuff that had happened in uh, the city of Narquelian. When Thelonious spoke with him, uh, he said that crazy, crazy shit happened in that city not too long ago. Him and his band had sort of made an exodus to this city, uh, but he like he didn't even like he could barely know that it was the real truth because it was so utterly outlandish what happened like oh so unbelievable that he was like let me look into a few things he was very intrigued by the fact that Zoff supposedly lied to his wife yeah lied to his wife because the school of course didn't really hire him all right so you think one of us should talk to Camarazan and the rest of us check out I can chit chat with Camarazan if you guys want to go check out the body. Can you check chit chat with Camarazan, or would you rather have me chit chat with Camarazan? I don't know. Him and I kind of hit it off good. I just told him to pee on something. He did. That's true. You did get him to pee on something for you. (laughs) He was also super drunk. Oh, looking at him over there, he might still be. Bring him a drink. Everything will be fine. All right. He's already got a drink. We'll go investigate. Bring him another one. I was going to say, I'm going to go to the bar and have Iser get me another drink and. I'm going to sit down next to Camarazan. Sure. So you go up to Izer and he's like, what do you have? What did Camarazan just order? A bottle of the cheapest liquor I have. How much is the most expensive liquor you got? A gold piece of bottle. Some fancy wine from Elfland. All right. Give me one bottle of it, please. He puts a bottle. glasses. He puts a bottle of blueberry wine, which is not (laughs) Elfland from Elfland. You see Baril uh, Winery up at the top, and (laughs) he gets you two glasses. (laughs) I look at him and I go, hey, wait a minute. Are you joshing me here? What is this? What? This is the best you got? Yeah. This is fucking, I I drink this every day. Well, la-dee-da, Mr. Elfman. <laughs> he says, if you don't like it, you can get the hell out. I stare at him, grab my Fritz wine, and head over. You grab everything, and like, and, and as you go to turn around, he stops you. He goes, 
buddy. Gold piece. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you give him a gold piece yeah, and you walk off. Throw it at him. <laughs> he catches it. Uh, so uh, Orvalt and uh, Hannibal and Alice head upstairs. The staircase is kind of, you know, kind of in, in uh, view of the kind of the front uh, area where all the tables and stuff are. It's sort of on the way to like the kitchen area in the back. Uh, there, there are a few guards milling about the, the front area. And as you guys head upstairs, you see that there are a few guards uh, nearby a door, a doorway that has, has had its door smashed off. That's odd. Uh, that, I, is it, is it odd considering Camarazon did it? Did he do it though? Let's, let's, he's not the only thing that could take that door off. Uh, he didn't he, say he found it. I don't know. What's it, what's he did find, yeah. Uh, Orvalt looks at you and he goes, uh, I mean, from what I know, the uh, Iser said he heard a commotion and uh, came upstairs uh, and saw that he, had, he was in the doorway, had kicked it open, and, and the body was there. I mean, he might have faked it somehow, but but that's what I was told. So Okay, so Camarazon did break the door. It seems to be the case. Okay. So the the three of you, Orvalt kind of stands in the doorway, and you guys walk up to the, the doorway, and the the uh, guards that are in the room sort of looking around see the, the you guys, and Orvalt kind of like shoes them out, and he goes, uh, we'll take back over in a few minutes uh, there, boys. Uh, you know, we're going to let the two of them take a look, and they kind of nod. Uh, doesn't look like it's Jeremiah or Reginald or, you know, who you've dealt with before. It looks like none of the people here are. Uh, but uh, Orvalt sort of steps back, and you guys see the room. Uh, the window is... Uh, uh, actually, was there a window? Uh, there is indeed a window. Uh, as far as that goes, the the window is uh, closed. You have uh, the doorway has been one, much like the the doorway in the church that you saw that Kimarazan kicked, smashed across the room, and it's actually rather than embedded in the wall behind, it's just splinters. So like splinters just sort of cracked into the room. Uh, so there's like d- bits of debris and dust everywhere because of that. Uh, aside from that, you see that uh, there is uh, uh, who you guys are told you guys are told that it's Roscoe. I don't know that you two met Roscoe though. I don't believe we did. I think only Thelonious met him, I and right. I think Thelonious is the only one who saw him in the bar with Flack before. But it's a halfling. Uh, he's wearing like a, uh, he's got kind of like a uh, not a not a beard, but like stubble. It doesn't look like he shaved in the last however many days. Uh, he has like a there's a backpack in the corner uh, that looks like it has stuff in it. Uh, as far as that goes, it looks like he's wearing like, you know, kind of like a navy blue sort of like, you know, tunic. Uh, he's a halfling, so he's, you know, fairly short. He's a stout halfling, so he's a little bit of a bigger guy. Uh, that's the same uh, type of halfling that uh, uh, Felix or Fritz would be. Sorry, not Felix. Fritz would be. Uh, and as far as that goes, uh, he has like kind of dark hair. It's a little messy. And he is indeed been stabbed in the back. Is the weapon still lodged in his back? It is indeed. Looks All like right, it's a dagger. Let's go take a look at. I'd like to go take a look at the dagger and examine that. Sure. First. Uh. So, what are you looking uh, at first? Right. There. I want to uh, start with that. I want to start with the backpack. Sure. Both of you roll investigation checks, and I'll be back to you in a moment. So keep those numbers in your head. Thelonious, you walk up with a bottle of blueberry wine, set the glasses down, and I. Uh, uh, the, it looks like the, the guards have pulled away the two flunkies and are in, like uh, interrogating them off to the side. So Kimirazan is alone at the moment. I'm just is he like at a booth or a table or a booth? Yeah. All right. I'm just going to sit right in the booth with them. Sure. You sit. It's a lar- It's like a big corner booth. So you kind of sit across from them yeah. uh, uh, at the same booth. And he's just sort of like got a, like a sour look on his face. Like, uh, hey, Kimirazan, remember me? Thelonious? <laughs> yeah, I remember you. Yeah, it looks like a rough night last night, huh? Ah, uh, not for me. Yeah. Well, this is one of your raiders, right? Nah, he was um, hired as a mercenary to work with the raiders. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So you didn't know much about Roscoe? Not a lot, no. He had stuck around after uh, uh, their job in the South was done. But uh, as far as that goes, uh, I'm I'm not... His direct employer, of course. I, I am not, you know, related to what happened to him. Gotcha. Uh, about that job in the South, what, do you know where they went specifically? Yeah, they were uh, traveling uh, uh, 
quite a bit ways to the south. Uh, there, there were roads that used to be used quite a while ago, uh, 50, 100 years, something like that. I don't know. But uh, as far as that goes, uh, the, the city that was there that linked the, you know, these roads uh, was destroyed. What was the name of that city? I'm, I'm just curious. I have no idea. Carol Insight. You can. And what'd you get? 17. The 17? Kimirazan is less a liar and more an idiot. He does not know the, the, uh, the name of that city. Uh, who, who of your other raiders went with them? Oh, uh, Juliana Blightcaller did. Uh, let's see. Uh, he points over to the two uh, goons, the, the humans, and he goes, I don't remember their names, but they went. Uh, Do you know where Juliana is? Uh, I don't know. She doesn't stay here. She always goes home. Okay, but she wasn't with you last night? Yeah, she was with us last night. So was she with you when you guys came across uh, Roscoe's body? No, no. Uh, that was this morning. That was a few hours ago. Okay. She uh, she drank with us last night because uh, it's her job. And <laughs> uh, as far as that goes, yeah, I, uh, <laughs> uh, she ended up going uh, back home. She stays at some uh, hotel across the river. Drinking's a hell of a job, isn't it? And I... Show him my drink and he, he he slides as his like bottle of liquor is emptied and he rolls the bottle and it just shatters on the ground. He slides the glass over and he goes, Yeah, hit me. Yeah. All right. Um listen, so I mean you don't you have no idea why someone would do this to Roscoe? All I know is that I'm completely innocent. Well, I, that's great. I didn't really ask that. No, that's. I just need you to know that. Okay, well, I got it. Good, good. Yeah. <laughs> and he smiles at you, takes a swig of uh, blueberry wine, and he goes, oh, that's not bad. Back to you guys. Uh, so you guys are investigating the, the dagger, and what were you looking at there? Uh, the, uh, his backpack. Backpack, that's okay, absolutely. So what did you guys get? 17 for the dagger. 11 for the backpack. With an 11 on the backpack, uh, you sift through it, and he's got a lot of stuff in here. He has a lot of weapons. It looks like almost like maybe he was like a merchant. He has, like, not only does he have, uh, like, an assortment of weapons and general goods, he has, like, like bags or packs of pouches of, like, seasonings and, like, you know, other things that are just, like, you know, like, easily sold. But uh, he also has, like, weird, like, machine parts. Like, in one of the compartments on his backpack, you, like, pull out, like, a few gears and stuff. It looks like weird ancient technology or something. Aside from that, uh, let's see. You would find a few documents in the backpack. You would find the contract uh, for his uh, uh, deal to go to the south. Okay. And you would also have a contract uh, for uh, when he uh, took the job of taking care of uh, Cascadia Citrine Fall and bringing her to the city of uh, Rayburn Falls. Uh, do I see who his employer was on the contract to the south? Uh, the contract to the south, it looks like the the uh, the uh, the. Uh, it's listed as like the city itself of Rayburn Falls, and you see a signature that looks like it would be like the governor's. From what you guys were told, the the raiders are in the employ of the city, even though that like Kimarazan controls them and they're kind of his team. They get paid by the city, so it seems like that's you know uh, fits. And then what about the contract to bring Citrine Fall? Uh, it looks like that contract is set up uh, through the, uh, let's see, it'd be the Citrine Fall family. Okay. Uh, as far as that goes, it looks like it was like uh, in the contract, it says something to the effect of like, you know, as no members of the Citrine, fam, uh, Citrine Fall family are present, I will be bringing it to the the, mo the closest member per the arrangements in our messages that we've sent back and forth. Uh, you will owe me this much at that time. I'll expect that payment. And so it's like a contract, but it's more almost just like like a, hey, you owe me kind of thing. Not even necessarily an I owe you so much as a you owe me okay. letter. Uh, if you have any other questions, we'll get back to yeah. you in a moment. Uh, but Alice, you uh, take a look at the dagger. Uh, without pulling it out or anything, you know, and, and, you know, messing with the body that would require like a medicine check. You take a look over the dagger and from the hilt, from the handle, it looks very, very 
uh, mundane. Uh, what did you get on your roll? 17. Looks like it's something you'd pick up at like pain imports. Okay, so not fancy. Not fancy. It's not like uh, draconic made. It's not uh, dwarven made. It's not well, may, potentially dwarven made, but it looks like it's something that's just picked up at a general store. Okay. Um, I'm going to ask Orvalt if he has any objections to me removing the dagger and examining the body. He says, if you're good enough at uh, uh, dealing with bodies, by all means, uh, uh, take a look at it and let me know what you what you think. Otherwise, I can have one of the, the city's experts come on in. That's what I usually do. Okay, I'll I'll take a look at it. Sure, make a medicine check. Uh, th- or uh, Hannibal, while yep. uh, she makes that roll, is there any other questions you have about the backpack? Uh, is there any other things you want to look at? I want to look at the room in general. I want to see like if there's any kind of marks, somebody, somebody breaking in through the window, something along those lines. Sure, make an investigation check. <sighs> and that was a get? bad noise, by the way. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, seven. With a seven, uh, with a seven, you take a look around. Uh, because of the splintered door, there's just a lot of debris in here, so it's kind of hard to tell what might have been dropped by somebody who was here uh, or not. It's it's a little hard to tell. Uh, but as far as that goes, uh, you take a look at the window, and it does look unlocked. It's about all I, all I can let you know at the moment. Uh, but Alice, what did you get for medicine? Thirteen. With a thirteen, you take a look over the body, and you... Uh, Let's see, with a 13, stabbed in the back uh, very cleanly, just one stab in the back, and it looks like he was dead within moments. Uh, It looks like it punctured like a few organs and stuff. It looks like he didn't last very long. Uh, But the the one thing I can let you know otherwise is from the way his body fell and whatnot, it doesn't necessarily look like he was on guard. He wasn't like fighting for his life, it seems. It looks like either someone snuck up on him or someone he trusted did this to him. I'll let you guys think about what you want to do next. And uh, Thelonious, you down on the first floor. Can I Can I kind of like check out Camarazon, see if like he looks like he was in a fight or a scuffle or just something that looks odd or different off of him? Sure, make a medicine check. Okay. By all means. Nine. With a nine, I can let you know that at a cursory glance, it doesn't look like it looks like he's scarred up, but it does not look like anything recent. Like he has no cuts or anything. Uh, it looks like any any wounds he's had have like long since healed up. You know, over the years. Uh, you know, as far as that goes, yeah, he's he's no. he's definitely not like a clean looking guy or anything when it comes to to marks on his body, but nothing recent that you can see. Okay. Dude, I you know you told me you're innocent. I I totally get that. But what what were you doing upstairs that that made you come across his body? <laughs> well, uh, it's uh, his job to be drinking, and so I I figured he was uh, hungover or something. I knocked. I didn't like the fact that he didn't answer, so I kicked in the door, and then found him dead. Oh, was was there anyone else upstairs that you noticed, or was it empty except him? At that time, empty except him. Okay. He he lets you know that uh, uh, he says, yeah, I mean, I stayed. Those two stayed. Uh, each had their own rooms. You know, we had all our own rooms and stuff. Uh, he says, but uh, yeah, no, uh, nobody I can think of otherwise. You often stay here? Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah, when you're drinking real hard and can't find your way back home? I mean, I can find it if I wanted to. Oh. It's just, you know, it's easier to just go to bed. Fair enough, fair enough. Okay. Uh, so, I, you feeling okay, overall? Uh, yeah, why? Alright, well, I, we heard something that, uh, that, that you and, uh, Morn Ballantine got a little bit into a, a tizzy at, at your last meeting? Yeah, sure. Yeah? He, he took a swing at me. Yeah, why, why did that happen? <laughs> well, uh, I heard that, uh, uh, something to the effect of his, uh, wife being a member of the Bloodbane family, and so I, uh, well, rubbed it in his face. That's that's great. Where did you that's get that? Funny, yeah, hilarious. Where where'd you get that information from? Ah, some of the counselors were cackling about it. Okay. I wasn't paying that much attention. Overheard it when I was walking by. What kind of relationship overall do you have with Morn? Ah, uh, he is a fellow councilman. That's about it. Well, maybe after a few more, I tell you a bit more what I think. But well, you might not appreciate it being the way you are. And he takes a sip of blueberry wine. Hey, just because he's also a dragonborn doesn't mean we're all friends, you know what I mean? Make a persuasion check. 
Let me know what you get. Ten. With a ten, uh, he kind of smirks at you and he goes, eh, I guess. Okay. Um. Any did, other questions? Yeah, did he ever give you anything? He ever give me anything? Yeah, like, did he ever act weird at, at any point and, like, just offered you something? Like, did you ever have any weird conversations about, like, armor? Of all the people. Like armor? Yeah. I thought you were talking about drugs. Uh, no, no. Not, not drugs. He goes, uh, no, uh, I've never gotten armor from... Morn Valentine. Hey, you know, I just, I mean, can I roll insight first, I guess? You sure can. Uh, 12. Seems to be telling the truth. Uh, he, he seemed very uh, uh, taken aback by the, the idea that he would have obtained armor from uh, uh, somebody like Morn Valentine. Yeah. Do you, um, you know, you, you have your raiders go off and do stuff. Do you do a lot of the, the missions as well, or do you usually kind of stay back? Well, I used to, uh, and then I uh, decided to retire after I killed the rock. Oh, that's right. That's that... Uh, big cr- bird. Big bird, right. Yeah. Huge. Was it yellow? Uh, uh, let's see. Roll a dice. No, red. No, oh, I thought it was yellow. Thought he lived in a big, place called a big bird named Ye- uh, that was yellow. Yeah, no, I that sounds lived, crazy. I, I thought he lived off Sesame Street or something. I've never heard of that street before. It must be a different city. It's a friendly place. Oh, is it? Yeah, I wouldn't know anything about a friendly place. <laughs> that's well, that's that's fair enough. Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just sip my drink a little bit longer. Sure, go ahead and think about what you might want to ask him. I uh, back upstairs. I. Uh, what did you guys want to do next? All right, first, I, I want to right, chat with Alice. Sure. Okay. Yeah, you guys I can chat. I want to let her know what I found so far. Okay. The, the the contracts, but I also want to say, look, he was stabbed in the back. It didn't go through his chest. The other side. I got a feeling this is not Camarazon. Subtlety is not his thing. No. <laughs> yeah, no. you're probably right. So this is not his mo. This is not. I don't think Camarazon is to blame for this. Maybe if he was no. cut in half with a dagger. Yeah. No, and I, and I let Hannibal know, like, he was caught off guard, or at least he trusted this person. I can't imagine if Camarazon came smashing through the door that he wouldn't at least be alert. That's, yeah, that's or, a fair point. Or he was snuck up on, or... Not Camarazon is not going to sneak up on <laughs> no. him, so I, so, think we're, I think you're on the right track. Right. Um, I didn't really find anything else in the room so far. I don't know if you want to take a look around yeah, and see I'll what's take, going on. I'd like to take a look at a couple but, things in the room. Sure, absolutely. So first thing I want to look at, I want to see between looking at the door frame itself and the indented door, can I tell if the lock was actually engaged? Oh, good question. I make a uh, mm, make a uh, uh, intelligence roll and add proficiency because it's uh, using your open locks ability. Uh, only in conjunction with intelligence rather than dax. Okay, that is a 23. With a 23, <laughs> it looks like the door was locked. So Kimarazan was telling the truth. He tried the door, it was locked, and kicked it in. Okay. And then I think after that, I just want to do my own sweep of the room. Sure, absolutely. Make a uh, investigation check. And uh, uh, Hannibal, uh, what else did you want to do while you're here? Anything you can think of? You have uh, bed, splinters of a door, window. You have like a uh, like a uh, like a, a dresser. You have the bag. You I have the bag, right? Yeah, yeah you take so a look through the. I bag. guess I'll look at the dresser. See if there's anything Investigation in there. Investigation check. Uh, you got a ten. With a ten, you take a look around, and nothing else really stands out to you. Honestly, nothing's jumping out at you. You take a look around. And uh, how about for you, Hannibal? 14. With a 14, you find that in the cabinet, the, the dresser, you see there are a few things. There's a few changes of clothes. Looks like he has some clothes thrown in there. And hidden amongst the clothes is a bag that has uh, some gold in it. Uh, about uh, uh, 88 gold. All right. Do I take the gold? That's on you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you want to swipe it? No. We'll you have Orvald uh, in the room no, currently we'll, with you. We'll leave the gold. I don't want to, we're going to take it. I mean, unless you want to sneak it, that would be sleight of hand. No, we're good. I wouldn't take the gold. But he's got 88 gold kind of stashed away. 
Um, all right. I know one other. Th- I'd like to look at the the window. Yeah, and I'll get to bed if you want to look at the window. Sure. Uh, okay. So go ahead and make investigation checks again. Let me know what you guys get. That's better. Is a eighteen five with a five? Uh, it looks like his bed was uh made. It does look like his bed was made. It doesn't look like uh it was like you know uh, uh, slept, in. Uh, slept in or anything. Yeah. Uh, and you had an eighteen for the window. For the window. Uh, it's unlocked. Uh, as far as that goes, you uh, take a look out the window, and it does look like uh, as you peek out the window, you see that the this window leads to like a back alley, and it looks like there are like some crates and barrels piled up, uh, you know, in the back alley to the point where feasibly it would be easier to climb than just scaling a building. Okay. Do I know? I don't suppose. Do I notice any fingerprints like on the? The window. (laughs) Fingerprints are a little tougher uh, in that, like, fingerprint isn't really, like, fingerprinting isn't really a thing in this world. Uh, You don't really notice any I guess maybe just marks on the window. No, you don't really notice any marks. Okay. Uh, It looks like, uh, from what you can tell, aside from the splintered door, there's no confrontation that happened here, from what you can tell. There's no signs of a struggle, it seems. The window wasn't forced open. Uh, it looks like the door had stayed locked. Now, when he when he died, did he was his back to the door? Does it look like like the way his body's fallen? Uh, it looks like uh, his uh, uh, back would be. It looks almost as if he was like maybe walking towards like his backpack or dresser or something, and then fell over. So it's like uh, his. It's as if he was walking towards the other side of the room from where his bed is, and then fell over. Okay, so not necessarily obvious from which way they entered. Yeah. Okay, I gotcha. Yeah, but, but it's it's at least easy to tell that it was not one way over the other. Like it wasn't like somebody snuck in from behind or snuck in from the window. If they snuck in, it would have been him just wandering around his place. So he would have probably had vision on him. Okay. Any other questions before we jump back to uh, Thelonious? Uh, I think we need to go talk to Iser to see who exactly was up in that room with him. I got a feeling somebody was in the room with him. So Who you else? guys want to head down to talk to Iser? Yeah, let's head downstairs. Sure. Thank you me. guys uh, have investigated a little bit. So uh, Thelonious has a bit of time before you get down there. Thelonious, uh, any other questions you have for uh, uh, Flack Chimerazon? Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to double check. So you have it on. You you know as well that Juliana, she's at the Midnight Cloak, right? That's where she stays. Oh yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, and uh, was she on that mission south with the other raiders? <laughs> yeah, she sure was. Yeah, and did they end up? What ended up happening? They ended up finding what they wanted to find, or whatever. I guess there were too many monsters down south. The paths were not very clear. Uh, you know, they they'd kind of overgrown a bit. They they didn't feel like it would be easy to open up a path to the south. Uh, it would take some work. So, so she that's came back. She came back up though with them. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, what do you think of her? Should <sighs> a blight collar? Yeah. Ah, she's attractive. She drinks when she's supposed to. She uh, casts magic. Uh, I mean, yeah, why? Do you find her attractive? Have you guys ever had a relationship or anything? Uh, no, I, it's because I, I don't want one with her. She's fairly attractive, but I'm not that into her. Can I roll insight? You sure can. <laughs> seven. Uh, even with a seven, you're pretty sure that he's he seems to be into almost any woman. You think it's the fact that he it's not reciprocated, so he says that he's not into her. Fair enough. Do you ever find that she does like weird shit whenever you're with her? A magic user? Pfft, they're all doing weird shit. Yeah. Like anything that like in particular? Ah, uh, you know, uh uh waking up at uh dawn and and praying and yeah, yeah weird shit. Okay. Do you feel like she's loyal to you? I think she's loyal to the coin. Okay. All right, man. Well, sorry about your day so far. The rest of this uh, bottle's for you. He nods, takes the bottle, and he goes, I can't believe I'm stuck here waiting on this investigation. This, yeah. is, this is the pits. Yeah, I I hear you, man. Uh, uh, Hannibal and uh, Alice, you guys are, are walking out of the, the room, and uh, you guys hear, uh, make a perception check. Let me tell you a little bit more. 
26. Oh, Orvalt. 14. Orvalt's with you guys. Uh, with a, a 14 and what Orvalt got, you guys, you know, he kind of nods. He's like, uh, are you ready to head back downstairs? Should I have my you know, people? And as you guys go to start talking, Alice, you hear a soft sob coming from like the last door on the left. Uh, guys, we should take a look at that door on the left up there. Orvalt uh, kind of looks at you and he goes, oh, uh, I didn't know there was, is there somebody in there? I think I hear something. And you guys start getting closer, and you hear what sounds like soft sobbing. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna knock on the door. Orvalt's like, did somebody forget that this uh, room was had someone in it? And you knock on the door, and the door opens, and you see Norbert with tears in his eyes, and he goes, "Hello, hi, Norbert." And Norbert immediately starts like sobbing and like just like goes to fall into one of you. I'll catch him. And Alice takes just bites the bullet and lets him fall into her stomach because he's a a, a gnome. And you all you hear is shoes. I I very uncomfortably start patting him on the head, but I just have this look on my face like I don't want to be doing this. Norbert, what happened, man? Calm, Calm down. My fr- friend died. Yeah, we saw. So, do what do you what, did you do? You know what happened? the The door kind of creaks open a bit, and you guys see nothing but shoes everywhere. Like every square foot in this place is just shoes lined over, almost like a maze leading to like the dresser to the bed. It looks like it's a similar setup to the other room. And he goes, "Please." I'll tell you what I know. Come into my shoe emporium. And that's where we're going to go ahead and pause today's session. Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. This show is brought to you by listeners like you. If you wish to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gamezilla media. From there, you'll be able to gain excellent perks, like a behind the scenes show for Noobs and Dragons. We thank you for your patronage.